0: Have you ever wondered why we age? Do we have to even accept aging? I truly believe we don't have to accept that at all. And I can help you understand the aging process and possibly even reverse your age so long as you are willing to go deep into your mind and question everything you've been living so far. This podcast has been the product of my obsession as just a regular dad to not only live long to be around for my kids, but to thrive in living as long as possible. My aim is to inspire you through amazing real life stories focusing on the mind, the body, and the spirit. We will look into the impact of trauma and methods to tap into the unconscious to tackle that stored trauma. I will go into the science of aging and aim to demystify the current technology, supplements, exercise routines, and nutritional practices Most importantly, I'm going to learn with you. Together, we are going to crack the code to living a happy health span. Come and join me on Let's Grow Young. This is a story of an everyday housewife and mother who decided enough is enough and went on a crusade to question everything in her life, including her diet, her exercise and her community. This is a story of how Guline Aurora reduced her weight by wait for it by forty kilograms from ninety five to fifty five kilograms, and how running and running ultra marathons has given her a new purpose in life, including being a coach to others while still being a committed housewife, mother, and a friend. This is a story of how Guline has helped to find herself and keep growing young. She is now a certified marathon running coach, a fitness trainer, and works with enthusiasts to achieve their fitness targets. Gurleen, hi. Thanks for joining. The title of my podcast, as you know, is called Let's Grow Young. And although the podcast is very much about what can we as humans do to try and beat aging and to look and feel younger... I'm to this podcast I'm also want to bring some inspirational stories and I've heard your story and I think your story will be extremely inspirational for the listeners and ultimately it's all going to be about feeling better feeling physically better and mentally better and so I think we're going to go through so much on this episode and I'm pretty certain 100% that when the listeners hear what I've heard from you already they're going to get a journey through mental, physical health, trauma, menopause, and ultimately about resilience. And so um, I'm really looking forward to having this chat with you and having this discussion with you. Um, And um, I'm sure our listeners are going to love to hear the story as well. Now, where I'd like to start is something which I've not actually asked you. If you were to give your story a title, If you were to make a book, if you were to write a movie, what would you call your story?
1: First of all, thank you, Sanjeev, for giving me this platform. The title of the story would be Changemaker. If I can do it, you can do it as well.
0: And when you say you can do it, is there a typical type of human you're referring to? Are you speaking generally anyone?
1: It's a generic answer. It would be all women. Yeah. Because... You know, in our society, people feel that women is uh, lagging behind men. We always say that uh, women ha- needs a support. but yes, I believe we need a support, however we can lead it to.
0: That is amazing. That is excellent. Now, your story, I think um, has so many aspects to it, but ultimately, from what I feel is the headline is, you're someone who hit 95 kg and you got yourself down to 55 kg. That in itself is a huge story, but along the way there were various traumas, various roadblocks. So I ultimately just want you to talk to me about your journey from from 95 kg to 55 kg. What were the steps you faced? What were the challenges? And so let, let's just start off there. Let's just start off there. You know what um, what what initially. Got you down to the path of 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 getting unhealthy. What were the the habits, the situations that got you to, as you described to me, a, a weight and a physical condition that you've never been at?
1: So we will start from the scratch. Um, I am from a typical Punjabi family where chola bhatura and uh, the stuff like oily things we eat in the dinner time. So. At that time, I was not aware of a healthy lifestyle or what is proper nutrition. So, in 2013, I conceived my second child. And as usual, Punjabis, please eat this, please eat that. And I was never worried about my weight. So, I gained about 95 kgs at the time of pregnancy.
0: What was your weight before pregnancy?
1: I was 65 at that time before pregnancy. However, it shooted up to 95 kgs after delivery. And you know, being a woman, we face so many challenges like hormonal changes due to uh, pregnancy. And uh, before 2013, I would like to come to year 2009 as well, where I had two major incidents in my life, which had a trauma in my life and I had a major setback. In 2009, I lost my father in the month of December. And again, six months earlier, I lost my fifth month uh, baby because of pregnancy-induced blood pressure. As a result, doctors informed me that the baby won't be won't be able to uh, grow properly. And then you have to compromise for the health once it comes into the life. So we had to take a very bitter decision at that time. So you can well imagine, Sanjeev, at that time, the condition of my mind where I was, I was feeling such a setback that I am uh, losing a baby after five months of pregnancy. So this is, you know, unimaginable. In December, I lost my father. And again, it was, I was like, I was completely shattered. You don't uh, know that hormonal imbalances and changes in my body plus changes in my mindset everything was bent onto the toss so uh, for three to four years doctors denied that i should not go for pregnancy again but yes i wanted to complete my family so i went again for the family way in 2013 as i told you i gave birth to my son and i was well above 95 kgs so there was uh, again a big change in my life so i will uh, reiterate the fact that after six months in the month of january in india we celebrate a festival called lori it is especially uh, being celebrated when a baby boy is being uh, born in your family so uh We're Carrying a weight of 95 kg, I went to a very famous studio in New Delhi market and I told him to give me a beautiful dress for wearing it on the function. And he just stood like a statue. I told him to give me the dress or show me the dress. He said very politely, Madam, I'm so sorry, I won't be able to give you any dress because it won't fit you.
0: You're you're being very kind by saying he said that very politely, by the way. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there was no other option. I was dumbstruck, and I I could not utter any other word. But yes, I promised to myself at there, and and then moment that yeah, I'll come to the studio once again, and whichever dress I will mark, that will be mine. So that was a change in my life at that time. I took it as a challenge.
0: Isn't it amazing that something like that, you know, some useless guy at a shop in Delhi can be your trigger? What were your mental techniques that you used to deal with this at the time? What were your habits like at that time as well?
1: Right, Sanjeev. There was a series of arguments going into my mind. What should I do for a better lifestyle? How can I... Create myself a new one so that I would be able to lead a better life. So, I thought to start walking in my condo. Our condominium is around 750 meters. So, I thought, let me start. You know, there was a simple shy shyness that I won't be able to, and people will laugh at me when I'll walk. Uh, women. Carrying 95 kgs above 100 kgs weight around, and you're walking or you are wearing. Uh, did the people actually gear. do that? So, did, how did, would I look? Did,
0: did, did, did people actually laugh?
1: Absolutely. Few do, but you know, I did not care about it. And my husband, Sarabcheet Singh, he is the biggest support, support pillar for me, you know. So, he supported me. We went together for the walks. We started with the walks initially. Then he got me registered for a 10-kilometer run out of the blue moon. I don't know how and why.
0: So so hold on a minute. You're going from being, being anxious and shy about what the community will say with you walking around your condo to this apparently wonderful husband of yours who I know very well, who's then registered you for a 10K run. (laughs) how did you you react how did you react
1: you know i was like what are you crazy i'm breastfeeding my child how would i be able to go i've never done one kilometer or two kilometers for god's sake how will i run 10 kilometers
0: he doesn't sound that great to me
1: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely that was the same reaction from my side But luckily, there was one another woman who was going from our apartment. So I thought, let me go over there. We'll have some clicks together. We'll have some good time, and then I'll return. And uh, to my amaze, you know, I was able to run, jog, walk 10 kilometers in about one hour and 25 minutes. Wow. You can well imagine, Sinji, carrying that much weight breastfeeding a child having thyroid that too hypothyroidism in which the weight always increases if you don't keep a check on it so that gave me such a boost yes i can do it this is possible you know that way i I thought that impossible is also saying i am possible do it do something for you then gradually the steps forward i started few strength training at my place, started um, carrying the weights, going to the gym slowly and steadily and gradually, started with strength training, then walking, running, jogging. Apparently, I was running on a main road here somewhere. So I saw a few people running and jogging over there. I inquired from them that was a group called Gurgaon Road Runners. So I joined that group. There's like-minded people We used to go, chat, talk to each other, have some chai coffee in the morning and then return home and send the kids to the school. That way, you know, it builded up. And gradually, I pushed Sarabjit, my husband, into running as well. Because that way, I'm not answerable to anyone at home. So, this this was the ladder. I started with 10 kilometers. Then... I went for half marathon, which is 21.1 kilometers.
0: Goodlene, can Can I just pause yes. you there? Can I just break down what was your routine at this point of time? So you mentioned that you had, you took the children to school. You've been running. You had chai coffee with your roadrunners. It looks like you've achieved so much even before most people's day has begun. So, So what time were you waking up?
1: You... You cannot just wake up one morning and go for running a marathon, which is 42.2 kilometers. It is a process. Process as in, you have to wake up early. For waking up early, you have to sleep early. For sleeping early, you have to eat your dinner on time, right? So I uh, wake up at about 4 a.m. in the morning. My run starts at 5 a.m. And by 6, 6 6.30, I am back. And I'm ready uh, for the tiffins and for the chai and everything at home for the breakfast. And I'll send the kid to the school. So everything changes, Sanjeev. You won't believe. There was a time when our friends did not even call us for the parties because they knew that we won't come. We don't attend late night parties. We have to take care of our rest. We have to take care of our food. When you are a runner, you will concentrate more on your nutrition.
0: Would the old Gurleen have gone to the parties?
1: <laughs> Sometimes we go. And yes, we have changed our habits, then theirs as well. Now we party on Sundays.
0: I'm going to come back to this because there's an element around your, your circles and your communities that we do need to talk about. But let's get this right. So, so, what time would you have dinner? What time would you have dinner the night before waking up?
1: I uh, eat dinner generally by seven ish.
0: Then bedtime?
1: Bedtime, 9, 9.30 at I'm the trained. most. You need to rest in order to give a good run for yourself. If you will not rest, your heart, that's a muscle, it will not train properly. And if you will not rest, that heart will, won't have that rest period which it requires. There should be a window in between your dinner time and sleep time, and you're ready for the run in the morning at 4.
0: Okay. Sometimes, so- this
1: is 4 is generic sanjay it's like tuesday thursday sunday four however if it's a long run for example more than 20 kilometers then you have to wake up at 3 a.m and you have to start the run at four
0: just let me play this out for a second because there's so much more we need to So you've woken up at four having had six hours sleep do you then have breakfast before your run before your run do you eat breakfast yes okay
1: so sanjeev before going to the run You need a one-hour window starting from the bed to the time you are wearing your shoes. So if you want your run to be a good run, you have to fuel yourself. It's a process called GIGO. GIGO is garbage in, garbage out. And always remember, it's your body where you stay in. It's not your address where you stay. It's just your body. So nourish it well. So 4 a.m. waking up, and post that clearing up the stomach i generally eat one banana or a muffin or a date is suffice
0: is it a chocolate this muffin? this is my
1: pre-run breakfast yes Our oh, lovely <laughs> I, muffin, I can yeah.
0: handle that so <laughs> by five o'clock you've had your breakfast then you go for your run and you yes. finish your run and then you meet your community of runners and have chai and coffee with them and, and is that typically in a ca- is that in a cafe or on the roadside after your run or something
1: it's generally on a roadside we don't have time to sit in the cafes we just have a chit chat quite uh, you know what's your pace today what's your heart rate what's your vo2 max and all these questions being discussed in the group of members uh, wow, wow. Yeah. so
0: the the reason i'm being so inquisitive on this routine is because i live by a saying and that saying is you must get your work done before your family wakes up and you must get the the and when you've got children the only real time you have to yourself is those times when when they're all sleeping and so for me for me i love waking up very early doing my thing mentally going for my run or the gym and the sauna and the cold treatment and it sounds like you've got something similar going on there but Unlike yes. me, unlike me, who goes with my dog and sits in a cafe and enjoys coffee, you then do the school stuff. So you come home and you start cooking.
1: Yes, we Unbelievable.
0: do. Unbelievable. Right. And, 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 <laughs> and, and what do you typically cook for your kids for their school?
1: Generally, he has uh, written uh, down a schedule and he has pasted it on uh, the refrigerator door, stating that I would like to have on Mondays that would be, um, you know, aloo pananta, you know that
0: yep. yes Yes. it's a yep. stuffing
1: made of um, potatoes
0: so so you've done that and then you get the kids off to school
1: that reminds me of a question uh once i was uh, someone was interviewing me she asked me a question she said are you guilty neglecting your family my answer was i do not question. neglect my family therefore yes <laughs> i don't neglect my family therefore no guilt at all where is the question of the guilt before the children wake up, I am there at their disposal. Whatever they say, I go to the bus stop in the morning and drop the child. I go to the bus stop in the afternoon to pick the child. Then where is the problem? There is no question of guilt at all. Yeah. Right. Okay. If you're doing the your own part the right way, there is no one questioning you and no one keeping a finger on you.
0: Exactly. So, Gurleen, you, you we we're going to talk about your running and what you've achieved with your running. But before we talk about that, I don't want listeners to think that they all have to be running huge distances, waking up at 4 uh, a.m., making the the dinner. That works for you. That works for you. What would be your advice to just the regular mum who is struggling to just get up and take the first step?
1: All right. um, Here, I would uh, like to narrate a little, a small story. There was once a father and son, Duyo, and they were uh, lost in a jungle. And that was a bamboo jungle. So after walking for kilometers and kilometers, they were not able to find the way out. And they sat down. Son asked father. Father, we won't be able to locate the way out. So we will be lost and we'll our lives are ended here. You know, father hugged the son and he said, it's not very difficult. We just have to take one step at a time and we will be out of this jungle. So this is the message to all the people who are listening to this. You just have to take one step. Whatever you like, might it be Zumba, swimming, dancing, gymming, whatever, running, go for it. Take the first step once you realize it is giving benefits to you to your health and moreover you will live longer with these changed habits then you will start loving it be consistent in whatever field you go and have a target it's not like this ski uh, you have to run a marathon break the goal into a smaller parts just think that you are walking And you just have to cross that tree, that tree which is just nearby. Once you reach over there, just try that I'll cross that pool the same way. Just take one step further, one step further, and you are there.
0: Your your passion and genuine authenticity with this is coming through so well. Um, And I, for one, can't believe that you would have been this lady who was shy of her neighbors because you know, you've you, you you are glowing with this right now. And if the if ever there's someone who I've met who is a testament to what exercise and clean living can do for you, it's you. And those words you just gave were amazing. I think it is all, all it is all about the first step. People complicate making that first step so much. And and you know, if it means going to the gym and you find it difficult to get organized to go to the gym in the morning, why not get your gym bag ready the night before? Why not have your clothes out the night before? Why not arrange your supplements the night before? So I think you're absolutely right. Take that first step. Th- that's been brilliant. I do want to now focus on where 95 kg Gurleen was. You took your first step. Courtesy of your amazing husband, I think, Sarabjit, you 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 ran 10 kilometers. Where did you go from 10 kilometers? It, well, you know, I'd, I'd love you to describe the distances you've run. And and where you're at now, because I think it's quite quite amazing what you're gonna tell everyone.
1: Okay, let's start from the top right now. Yeah. So in the month of June, I finished Comrades. So Comrades is a run which happens in South Africa. It's from one city, Peter Martinsburg, to another city, Durban. It's whooping 89 kilometers ultra run.
0: I don't even drive 89 kilometers, by the way. So so let's just get this right. You non-stop ran 89 kilometers. Yes. Wow.
1: And I was that the is... only female from Gurgaon, Haryana, the place, the city where I stay in India.
0: Wow. That is... So this
1: is my longest run, 89 kilometers. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, 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 so talk us through the process of how you got to 89 kilometers, you know, the process of training, mm-hmm. resilience and nutrition.
1: So we start with baseline. Baseline is, first of all, correction of your lifestyle, your rest, your hydration, your nutrition and your complete lifestyle goes for a change. As I told you, we have to wake up early, so we have to sleep early, we have to take care of our nutrition, rest, hydration, hydration as in we have to intake more of water. So I generally take four to five liters of water every day and my diet Majorly consists of proteins, which could be non-vegetarian and vegetarian options both. And I also take supplements for protein intake because it is not sufficient enough for us. My plate consists, half of the plate is roughage, quarter is protein, and last quarter is carb loading. So generally carbs are very less for us. We intake more of proteins. So the journey starts from either 3 kilometers, 5 kilometers or 10 kilometers. It depends upon person to person how to receive it. For me, it started with 10 kilometers thanks to my dear husband. <laughs> then I moved up to 15 and it's it's gradually a training Sanjeev. You cannot just directly move from 10 kilometers to 21 kilometers. It's actually a religion. It's, it's a bhakti if you can say you know, you have to devote yourself to it completely. You have to give your complete training to it.
0: What, what happens when you're feeling down? What happens when you want some chocolate? What happens when you want a glass of wine? When you want some pau bhaji? You know, how, how do you deal with the discipline? I think, you know, um, how, how do you stay on top of the good habits. Um, what do you do when you have those down moments and injuries?
1: Right, Sanjeev. You are right. Discipline is the key to success. You always know this quote. This is the thing which is being taught to us in the school. So, it is not like this that I don't eat everything. I eat. I I don't binge on it. Eat. That means just dig in a spoon of it and have a taste of it. Don't give a punishment to your body that you are not eating this or eating that. Yes, a glass of wine or vodka is fine. Absolutely fine. But first make a room for it. Go, exercise, take out the calories and then consume calories. That's the only process you can follow. You know what? Sometimes I, when I'm doing my strength training... Burpees is the hardest exercise my clients undergo. I always write this quote that, forgive me for whatever I said while doing the burpees. And I always say, why did I eat that? Why did I eat that? Why did I do this? So, do not exercise and eat. Consume well. But yes, on the part of carb loading, binge less, taste everything. Don't, you know, starve yourself. Eat everything. That's okay. there.
0: Okay, so, so if I play that back... In order to get to your eighty-nine kilometers, you have a baseline, which is assessing your lifestyle, assessing your nutrition, looking at drinking consistent water, four to five liters for you, um, having a protein-rich diet, which is balanced, but most importantly, being consistent. And the word you you use was religion, bhakti. I think it's 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 a it's a good obsession. Okay, now I just want to change the tact a little bit, so. How quickly did you see your weight coming down from 95 kg to where you are now at 55 kg? Uh, how, how long did that process take you?
1: It took around um, four to five years. Okay. It was a gradual decrease. You know, first of all, whenever you do any kind of activity, it's not your weight which will reduce. It's the inches loss in the body. You will feel good in the clothes you were wearing earlier. Those will be loose to you now. And then gradually the weight loss happens. It's not just one day journey. It takes a lot of pain, a lot of devotion. You have to be a sort of devotee to that God that yes if you want to do something you have to sacrifice sacrifice in the sense you have to sacrifice the late night parties you have to sacrifice good carb loaded food like uh, tandoori uh, like sorry butter chicken or uh, for god's sake this chole uh, bature and all that I, stuff
0: no no no, Being, no 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 no, no, uh, no. you're you're, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna scare the listeners right and so I think, <laughs> no, I think we're going to say them. a once butter chicken a- <laughs> and a cholla patura once a month is fine.
1: Once a month is fine. Yes. You you know, there's always a cheat day in your diet as well. However, Sanjeev, I never took dieting in part of my life or my journey. I ate everything almost. However, I... I personally feel that don't starve your body. I don't criticize anyone doing fasting or doing intermediate fasting sort of stuff. However, I feel that if you don't nourish the body at the right moment, then whatever you will consume, the body will take it and consume it as a fat and as a result, you'll become fattier. So eat balanced diet and plus eat at regular intervals. Don't starve your body. Don't create that situation wherein body is starving and as soon as it gets something, it stores it as a fat. Eat at regular intervals. Eat a seasonal fruit, whatever is available. Don't go for processed foods. And my mantra, whatever I tell to my clients is, you know, you should uh, forgive three whites in your kitchen. Three whites include white is corn starch that's That's called maida here in india second is sugar direct intake of sugar is just a no-no for me i consume sugar in form of jaggery or any other form of dry fruits dates are the best companion for you if you want to binge on sugar if you want to eat something sweet plus the white oil if these three things are out of your kitchen half of the job is done
0: that is fantastic advice that is fantastic advice actually that, that's fantastic. Thank I mean, you so what, much. What, what, what is white oil?
1: <laughs> white oil is refined oil.
0: <laughs> okay, just normal refined oil, oil. is still
1: better. I use uh, mustard oil plus desi ghee in my cooking. It could be beneficial to someone. And and I would always uh, inform all the people who are listening to it, please get it first Check with your doctor. If it is fine with you, then consume it. Otherwise, please see to it how your body reacts it's it's fine and suitable to me it probably works suitable to you as well but i have seen if you uh just don't use all these three things regularly then your weight will definitely come down plus one thing more if you uh stop using table salt generally we have that in uh india i don't know about uh, in london we have table salt kept in our dining uh, just to sprinkle it, don't use it. The table salt is the disaster. The more you will consume the salt, the more brittle your bones will become.
0: I almost feel like you're reading my notes, Gurleen, even though I know you're not. And so, <laughs> I think well, there's somewhere I'm going with this. But what's your thoughts on the on on these very short-term diets? I think I know your answer. There's, there there are people who you see. In four weeks, they've suddenly lost so much weight. But then four weeks later, they've put it back on again. What, what, what? What's your thoughts on all these short-term gains?
1: All right, Sandeep. I went for a party last week. There I saw my friend. We were all having a good party. Well, we had some good carb-loading uh, stuff on the dining. We had wine. And everyone was, uh, uh, you know, enjoying the party. She was having green tea at that time at about nine-ish in the evening. She was just having a green tea. I asked her why. She said, I'm on a diet and I won't be able to consume anything. That's a simply no, no. Why? Why should you do this to your body? Do the diet, but don't starve yourself. Eat in the right proportion. This much of cheese won't harm you until and unless you just go and, you know, exercise for it.
0: What I'm trying to get at is what I firmly believe is that short-term gains lead to long-term pains. And so I think I think and if you consistent and you stick to the long-term sustainable model I I just think you you're going to be in a much better place. Berlin that is fantastic and I think one of the great things you said there was the three whites. If people take one thing away from this they should take the three whites. And you're absolutely right. Sugar, refined oil, cornstarch, get rid of it. And, uh, and, and then they can yes. have some gains. I want to slightly change the tone at the moment because we've talked a lot about the base lifestyle, nutrition, your running. I want to talk about community. I want to talk about community. And, and you've alluded to community already. Um, what did you do to change your social circles? I know, I know your husband, Sarojit, I know he likes a glass of, of whiskey and a bit of party Shati. and I know he does, right? So, so, so how did you go around assessing your social circle? How did you go around changing your social circle? And how did you deal with the dynamics of that? Because some people just don't like it, do they, if you suddenly
1: leave a circle? That's true. Sanjeev, um, Of course, Sarabjit is a biggest support pillar for me. I used to run alone earlier. However, the conditions here in India, you know, uh, it's not safe for women to run alone. So gradually, he started running along with me. And yes, social circle, we only have our social friends like runners who can, you know, they can well imagine. We are also in the same shoes. So we party, yes, we party in, on the weekends post doing our runs. Yes, in our family, uh, I don't want to take the name, however, uh, I heard these things that they said, Why are you doing this? So, you know, that means
0: you will ruin your knees.
1: Yes, you will ruin your knees and also few of the family members uh, criticized saying that uh, you know you were okay doing this we cannot stop you however you have taken him along as well with you he is losing on his health he has become so slim you know okay. in Sorry, I'm Punjabi laughing, families. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing, I'm laughing. Is this our dear Punjabi community saying that you are dragging
1: <laughs> dragging
0: this pillar of a husband down because he's running with you?
1: That, yes, yes.
0: Hypothetic. So,
1: you Hypothetic. know, uh, my leg was pulled, the, you should not do it, rather, uh, he should also not do it. What are you doing this? You are not coming for the family parties and all that stuff you know what do they think is if you have a big stomach like this you are healthy but they don't know that 90 percent of the problems arise from the big stomach it impacts your heart it impacts your cardiovascular system it impacts your total muscles in your body so i i heard uh, all these things then i just took it out from here and He's still running along with me today. Early in the morning, we ran together 10 kilometers. And I am very proud of him, that he is very supportive to me. And wherever I went to Durban, South Africa alone, but he was there always on the call for me, helping me out, uh, registration. You know, Sanjeev, I have never, ever registered for any run myself. He registers for me. He books the flights for me. He books the gaps for me. Everything is done by him, Tatwood, and he supports. He says, "You can do it. Go."
0: I think I get that. Sarabjit has been really strong and really important. He's been an amazing husband. Tick. We we we've got it. He's been an amazing amazing person. What I want to get at is the problems you faced in your broader circle. So surabjeet was running with you. He was there. Fantastic husband, but. It happens here in London, you know. We 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 go to parties, you eat too much, you drink too much, you can't hit the gym the next day, and there comes a point where you gotta say, I, I'm not gonna go to these parties anymore. Um I, I'm 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 gonna only go out where I know I'm in a circle of like-minded people who also have to go to the gym in the morning. The the conflict, the tensions, um I think what I've heard you say is it's in one ear, out the other, it it doesn't matter to you. You, you, You've got a a better circle. Did you ever find it really difficult to to deal with that fallout, to, to, to let go of your previous circle?
1: There is a word called priority. You know, as I told you that this is the only place you are staying in your body. If you won't prioritize it, it will lead you to something in the hospital, right? So, You have to prioritize yourself. You have to start saying no. No means no. I cannot attend the party. Sorry, I have a run tomorrow. That is the only thing you can do it for your own sake. And apart from Sarabjit being a support pillar, my children, both of them, they're always being so supportive. I always tell my son that I have to wake up early in the morning. He never tries to wake me up in the middle of the night or... Late night, he goes to his own room, he uh, does his homework himself and he's become, you know, very confident and his own self-supportive guy. So I'm very, very proud again of my children as and my family. Are we stay in a nuclear family here uh, in in India. But yes, again, coming to the point, Sanjeev, you have to prioritize yourself. You have to stop saying no. And no means no. Party hai karo. You need to do the party or do it on Sundays. Do I it on it. the weekends or do it on the training day when you don't have a training tomorrow. Yeah. And you don't have to go to the gym every day, right? So prioritize the days. You have seven days in a week.
0: And would you say within your existing circles now that you have – deeper relationships as opposed to more scattered relationships So, um, because you're in a circle of people who you exercise with who you're growing with are these relationships deeper than the previous relationships you would have had with friends
1: absolutely i am forgetting that quote where uh, friends and family is being compared you know family is something which we get it as an inheritance but friends are those which we make it ourselves so I have made those friends and they have become my family. We celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, and we celebrate each and every success. You won't believe that once we finish a run, we celebrate that run as well. Once it happened, uh, there was a party here. So I I was clicking picture with some lady and she said that uh, we won't be clicking with you. I said, why? She said that uh, our pictures doesn't turn good in front of you. So we won't click picture with you. This is new me when I I was new me, right? I will share my transformation pictures with you. So I was like this huge. I used to wear my husband's old clothes, triple XL, 4XL, 5XL, something like this. So now I just, you know, ignore this part. It's all right. No problem at all okay sometimes you have to uh, leave some sometimes you have to uh, take an opportunity for the new one right
0: indeed indeed i think um i think that's a great message um we are going to be coming to the end of this soon but there is so much more i want to talk to you about we haven't even started talking about menopause we 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 talk about thyroid thyroid um problems and i also don't want to talk about menopause without giving it sufficient time so i'm i think we will have another session where we will go deep into what menopause means what men can do to understand it but very briefly what words of encouragement can you give to ladies who are going through the menopause and are feeling that cycle of estrogen and progressive trends fighting each other and are struggling to get up and deal with that brain fog and and get out to exercise just you know if there were a few words of advice that you could give what would they be and then we can pick up on this in, a, in another episode
1: first of all ladies give yourself a pat on your back what you are doing a man won't be able to do it any time of his lifetime i agree so <laughs> you have given birth to the children you take care of your family you go to the work and again take care of your family so this cannot be done easily And if you're facing this kind of problem, this is actually not a problem. It's a lifestyle. Take it as it comes. Just go with the flow. Don't bother about it that something is being happening to my body. It is natural. You cannot help it out. You cannot cry on the spilled milk. What you can do is you can go with a new fresh start. You can start with something new. You can listen to the music. You can just go for a walk. You can just go for a stroll. You can talk to a friend, or else you can jot down the notes on the notepad. Whatever you feel like, but never, never, ever be saddened about this part. Just go with the flow. That is my message to you.
0: That is wonderful advice, and I think we will we, we will certainly pick up on this. Something from from my side. I've been trying to learn about menopause and and what it means for ladies and I'm still learning. But something I read recently said that one of the best motivators is that when you're going through the menopause, there is an ending. And when you get through that ending, you actually come out stronger, more experienced with life, with clarity, and you almost begin a new life with a new zest and energy. I'm a no one to talk about this, but from what I understand through the research I've done is that That is the journey. And any woman going through this, you will get through it into that post-menopause phase, which I understand to be a whole new life. And if men could have some of that and have a whole new life off the back of that, that would be wonderful.
1: Um, That is true. Marvelous.
0: Gurleen, as part of what I'm doing at the moment with my podcasts, when I get to, I don't know, episode number 100, 200, if, if we get that far, I'm going to write a framework of the things that I believe work. One of my missions on this podcast is to take on people who claim to be biohackers. And these biohackers are taking this supplement, that supplement, blood transfusions, putting wires in their bodies, doing red light therapies like I'm doing and I'm testing them, doing this, that, the other. And I'm testing all this stuff. But I want to put together a framework of things that I believe work. And what I've heard you say is that the things that you believe work is sleeping properly, eating properly, having a good social circle, exercising consistently, having a, having a pillar of a partner, a husband, wife, um, etc. Have I missed anything? I think these are the key things that, that, that you've been describing. These are the
1: key points, absolutely right. Okay.
0: Now, now, before we get to the end, I do want to ask one thing. Did you go back to the shop, the guy who said that he wasn't going to sell you a dress?
1: Yes, I visited the shop and I got whatever I want.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) Did he he know who you were? Did did you explain to him the story?
1: No, no. It was not required. It was just for me.
0: I feel like I need closure with this now. So if I come to Gurgaon, can I take you and Sarabjit back to the shop and and close this circle with with this guy.
1: Absolutely. That would be my pleasure. One thing I wanted to add here, Sanjeev, is you should never compare yourself to anybody else. Might it be anyone. You are unique in yourself. Just compare yourself to yourself. For example, if you walk for around one kilometer, just see how many steps you have taken. Just see how long did it took you and compare it on your next run. So that will keep you on your toes. That is the only thing I do myself.
0: I 100% agree with you. But you know, there's so many people struggling to do that because what you're talking about in coaching is a concept called external versus internal validation. And too many people are seeking external validation. Um, but that causes a lot of mental trauma and I think what you're talking about is the only person you need to validate with is yourself that's it
1: yourself, absolutely
0: Gurleen, that's been amazing I've had a lot of fun talking to you and I thank you for coming on to this podcast Um, And uh, pleasure was
1: all mine thank you so much Sanjeev I just want to finish it with an Urdu couplet it's it's part of Hindi-Urdu mix so, would that be okay with the viewers?
0: Absolutely fine. Absolutely fine.
1: Okay. Thoda sa aur nikar jao. Thoda sa aur nikar jao. Yehi mainay thaani hai. Yehi mainay thaani hai. Eh, zindagi, thoda rukh. Eh, zindagi, thoda rukh. Abhi mainay haar kaha mani hai.
0: Wow. So, thank you so much. In my tutti-futti Urdu and Hindi, <laughs> right? I think what I heard you say was, in this life, you sometimes have to pause and don't take defeat and keep fighting. Is that, is, is, is because
1: that, I have not taken the defeat right now.
0: Fantastic, and uh, and I'm amazed. I I'm amazed. I actually understood all that. So th- th- that is fantastic. And oh, yes. it, 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 a it big applause <laughs> to you. <laughs> uh, credit to my parents. Credit to my parents for for for, for teaching the language to me. Um, but but that is a great way to end. So let's just say that again in English. It is at times you have got to take a pause in life, and don't ever yes. accept defeat. To keep fighting. Thanks so much for listening. If you're one of those people who struggles to take the first step, I hope this episode has given you the inspiration to just do it. Gurleen lost a massive 40 kilograms. She couldn't run one kilometer, let alone the 89 kilometers she is now able to tackle. She's happy. She has found a true self, but it all started with just that first step. I want you to take that first step. Whether it's waking up five minutes early to meditate, connecting with the outdoors by having your morning coffee in the garden, or simply going for a walk at the end of the day. Let's grow young. If you've enjoyed what you've listened to and you want to find out more, please hit the subscribe button or the follow button. If you want to find out more about me, please visit my website, www.sanjpathak.com my Instagram profile at Sanj Patek Life Coach or just simply send me a message on my email, which is sanj at sanjpathak.com. Thank you for listening.